You know what, what the... <laughs> this point, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, oh, now I remember what I going to bring up. Uh, do you know that this was gonna? This was one of two Sondheim uh, musical movies that Johnny Depp has done. No. Yeah, the other one was Into the Woods, which uh, mm. I have a feeling we're gonna get around to, and that'll be a lot easier to access because that's Disney Plus. <laughs> but also because I've got some interesting casting. Uh, decisions I have to make about that, especially okay. uh, especially once we get to talking about uh, the old and new Cinderella. Okay. And by new, I mean 2015. That that still counts as new. The one with Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. Uh, but to start off with that, uh, hello everybody, and welcome to another session of Thumbs Up or Down. You decide. I am Eric Trapel. I'm Melissa Leach. And today we are going to be talking about 2007's. Bloody masterpieces. For anyone who's uh, familiar with my blog, uh, I talked about this film beforehand uh, back six years ago, I believe. Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Directed by Tim Burton and starring Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. And yes, this is one of the films that was done during the peak of that era where those three worked together a lot. Pretty much like ever since Corpse, uh, Charlie of the Chocolate Factory and up until like I think Dark Shadows, it's like they were just the misfit trio of of hot topics. Well, that and um, what's his name? The guy who played Snape. I'm forgetting his name for some reason. Oh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. I definitely would have mentioned him if it was definitely in, somehow in Corpse Bride and Charlie and uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Like it was actually me, not Christopher Lee. <laughs> I'm just that good. Lord. But yeah, uh, Tim Burton's adaptation of Sweeney Todd, which. To give a little bit of backstory, uh, Sweeney Todd, I don't know if I'd say comic at the time, but it's like definitely like one of those like new, old-time newspaper stories that, you know, I, I think it was one of the type that had like one panel and like uh, would usually that would like tell a story each week and then, you know, later on down the line they'd reveal a full story and uh, that's definitely where Sweeney Todd starts. And then later on down the line in the 30s uh, when anything could be made into a film since that had that possibility, but... The most famous of them all is is the musical by Stephen Sondheim, <clears throat> or at least uh, the one where he composed the music for it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know anything about uh, the original Sweeney Todd musical? No. I, I knew that it was a play originally, and I believe in, on Broadway as well, I believe. Um, yeah. And I knew that Johnny Depp was in the, the movie, but... That was the extent of, of what I knew. This is one of those musicals where it's like, I'm so glad they were able to film, like, multiple, like, alter productions of this. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the one with Angela Lansbury at that time. Like, she is, like, if, if you haven't seen the original Angela Lansbury Sweeney Todd, go check it out. Mm-hmm. It is, mm, like, her performance as Mrs. Lovett is fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. there is definitely a reason they uh, got her for Beauty and the Beast. Mmm. The tale of Sweeney Todd, of course, for those who don't know, is uh, originally known as Benjamin Barker, now under the guise of Sweeney Todd, vows to get revenge on those who have corrupted him the most, especially Judge Turpin. For me, my introduction to this film, I was introduced to this, like, way... This is definitely one of those films that I did not know about until, like, years later, until, like, I was in high school, because, um... I mean, I was still a big Tim Burton fan at that time, and it's like, I 
Ed Wood was still one of my major favorites, and it's like, you know, Batman, and Nightmare Before Christmas, it's like, all that stuff. Um, but when it came to, like, this era where he was constantly working, where, where it always looked like it, he was only working with Helena Bottom Carter and Johnny Depp, it's like, it was starting to run its course a little bit. But I finally got around to watching it, I believe it was in 2013-2014, when uh, my high school was doing a production of Into the Woods. The way the casting was done was we couldn't audition with songs from Into the Woods, which was weird. Instead, we had to audition with different Sondheim uh, songs. The one I auditioned with was, uh, well, he's telling the tale of like what had happened prior it, as uh, Benjamin Barker, you know, when the judge kind of like got to him first and took his wife away. Uh, Sorry, I'm not, I'm not laughing, but you're, it, it, you, you, I was going to say something and. I was reminded of something that, that, that made me laugh. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, so it's like I had to audition with uh, Sweetie Todd kind of singing his backstory. There was a barber and his wife. And uh, performing Sondheim and uh, listening to Sondheim, there's definitely a different la uh, layer of respect or different sides of respect that I can that I found with it where it's like listening to it on its own you don't really feel much into it but it's like when you're performing it and you're starting to learn the rhythms of like how each song is supposed to go and it's like uh what each delivery takes and uh how you have to really pay attention to the music it's like going back to it that year and this is 2014 like right before the into the woods movie is going to come out it was also when i was uh, starting to finally work on halloween movie reviews as well uh on my blog I had just also done a review of Ed Wood for its 20th anniversary, and um, I figured it's like, okay, I want to talk about another Tim Burton movie, or at least talk more about Tim Burton to this extent, but, you know, everyone always talks about, like, Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas and Sleepy Hollow and all those four, so with me, my decision to talk about Sweeney Todd was mostly because it's like, I wanted to, like, do something that, uh, do a film that not many people gave good praise to, but don't really talk about it as mm. much, and... Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, like, Sweeney Todd is probably in my top three favorite films from Tim Burton, if mm. I had to be honest. Okay. Tim Burton doesn't really do that many R-rated movies, I've noticed. It's that, like, the only real prominent ones I know are, like, uh, of course, Ed Wood and this. Those are the two ones that, like, really stand out to me. And considering they're both starring Johnny Depp, it was like, this is the film where I feel like Johnny Depp and uh, Tim Burton really grew up and found like what worked to their best advantage like burton taking the dreary and also the dark and macabre styles of like uh old um german expressionist films really bringing that to the world of sweeney todd in, in a sort of like horror slasher uh kind of way is simply fascinating and to also have it be a musical you know, yeah even for me it's like i absolutely love the music and the in the original production but it's like here i feel like this is my favorite rendition of them i i mean i know i say that a lot but it's like with this it's like i a lot of people actually complained that some of the music was uh, uh a little bit slower paced compared to the original production uh but for me i thought it actually worked perfectly i'm sorry i kind of went on a bit of a tangent <laughs> I respect your opinion, but I have to respectfully agree to disagree. The music was, um, 
too slow and too boring for me. It just, it was, um, it's not my pace. And it, it, it I just, I don't know the, the, the rhythm of it and just the, the word, I'm just, I, I just, I couldn't do it. And mind you, I'm, I, this is coming from someone who doesn't mind musicals at all. Mm-hmm. I do like them. Um, and I absolutely love the majority of the actors that are in this movie. I'm a big fan of, of, of quite a few of them. Obviously, as you know, I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. I'm surprised that this didn't click with you. But I couldn't do it. <laughs> the The actual movie itself was was slow in my eyes, and I just I couldn't do it with the music. I really couldn't. Not even the talent was enough for me to actually really care for this movie. Um, for me, I think the the but I when you're when you say this is in your eyes one of the best renditions. In my eyes, I see I see that as being. Um, well, I wouldn't say best. I'd say like it, it's my personal favorite. Like this is the one that comes to mind the most when I think Sweeney Todd. I I've never seen other versions of Sweeney Todd, so I really can't mm-hmm. say much. It's just based on having only watched this. It just it, it didn't it didn't really hit the chord that most Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter movies hit. Because I, I that's one thing about about Tim Burton films is that he's oftentimes included Helena Bonham Carter and Johnny Depp in his in both of his productions. Yeah, in a yeah, lot. it's like a, he was on a major kick with like like I know he got to working constantly with Johnny Depp by mm-hmm. Charlie of the Chocolate Factory, but it's like he was well, constantly... Well, yeah, that and Helena Bonham Carter was in that movie as well. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and I was gonna say, Helena Bonham Carter was, like, really constant ever since Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. That casting I noticed he, more often. He, he kind of does the same thing that Adam Sandler does in a lot of his films. Like, there, there's certain... Oh, a lot of directors in, do that. Yeah, uh, a lot Even of, Scorsese yeah. and mm-hmm. Tarantino. I was impressed with the design. Mm-hmm. Always impressed with the acting. Because mind you, it's not the acting in this movie, obviously, that, that I had a problem with. The, the, the acting was, was, was impeccable, as it usually is with them, but it was just, it was the pace, and it was the music. And I l- literally, like I said, as soon as it got to the scene where you literally are first introduced to his daughter as an adult, as soon as you start singing, I was like, okay, I, I can't do this. It was, like I said, it was just the pacing and, and the rhythm of the music, and I'm like, I'm done. And, <laughs> Which was shocking for me. I don't think that's a fault on Burton's part. I think that's just more of a fact that you're just not that big into the Sondheim musical in general. It's like, I think that could just be it. Possibly. Part of one of the reasons why I love his movies is because of the chemistry between the cast. You can't, you, I don't think anyone can deny that Helena Bonham Carter, Johnny Depp, and, and, and any actors that they seem to work with together, there's obvious chemistry oh, yeah. between like, the it, characters. Yeah, like disregarding the quality of the film, it's like they know how to work off each other. Mm-hmm. Getting to know his character, getting to know what went on, I can entirely feel for the character. I can entirely feel for what his motivations are, why he's doing it. And I'm definitely not not against any of that. It was just, yeah, it was, um... I, mean, I was even very, very impressed with like, the costumes. I was Im- impressed with just the design of the film. Especially with these kind of films, is that I love the look of, like, uh, 1800s London in this. Like, he, not just uh, from German Expressionist films, but from, like, Hammer Horror films, like, from, like, the 60s and 70s, like, uh, Dracula with Christopher Lee or stuff like that. It's like... He definitely has, like, uh... He definitely knows how to include layers and texture in, mm-hmm. in, in the design. 
Yeah, and especially with how, like, uh, the major color you do see pop out is, like, the mostly blood, like, how it's, like, just, like, really bright red. It's, like, definitely a true tribute to, like, camera I don't know like, if I saw films. that. On, 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 the only time I ever saw that was in the very, very beginning when they were in the introduction. So yeah. I never actually saw, like, the murder scenes. Yeah, funny enough, uh, in the in the musical of Sweeney Todd, uh, there's actually supposed to be a ballad sung where... Uh, the characters of the player are singing about uh, the character of Sweeney Todd and what how dangerous he really is. And they actually did uh, have that in the script where they were going to have uh, Christopher Lee and I think two other actors uh, sing the ballad. But I think that got cut later on. And uh, I think even I think even Burton was saying like he was talking with Sondheim about that, saying it's like, should I go with this? And he was like, yeah, maybe it's better to like keep keep it an overture. Um, although I will admit, I saw similarities between Sweeney Todd and Alice in Wonderland. Did you know? With the textures and the design and all that stuff. I did see similarities. I will admit I'm a little bit um, favorable with Alice in Wonderland. And I'm talking obviously the live action, not the cartoon, not Disney's version. I know what you're talking about. I just wanted to make sure the audience knew. <laughs> but when... What timeline are you in, people? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? But with Sweeney Todd, yeah, it was, it was, um, I definitely know similarities. Uh, Judge, it, where's your hookah? <laughs> you're a caterpillar. Get your hookah, Judge. Oh, Lord. You're, you're completely reminding me that the caterpillar was Alan Rickman. I completely forgot about that, actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it... No, little, I, I knew he was. I, just, I completely forgot yeah. that he played the voice of the caterpillar until just now. It's like, oh, wait, yeah. Oh, Tim Burton actually... didn't uh, manage to remind us of that with uh, Through the Looking Glass. Or... Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, 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 really. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm realizing uh, Alan Rickman has really played in quite a few of Tim Burton's films, man. Yeah, at least yeah. later on. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It, it just, it, I, because mind you, I've never really seen. I think my dad showed me this film. Not showed me this film. Um, he rented it a few years ago when when uh, when it had just first come out on on, on DVD. Or uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, I fell asleep, and I think I fell asleep early on. As I watch it now, um, after having gone through a film degree and knowing all the knowledge that I know. Because I was definitely able to appreciate it a little bit more, but I definitely realized that there are definitely certain musicals that I can't do. Wasn't I'm definitely not against musicals, but I after realizing after trying to attempt to see this film again, I got far enough to understand what the basic storyline and premise were, um, and understand the character and all that stuff. Uh, but knowing what the plot and storyline are about, I knew I was probably gonna have a hard time stomaching this film later on. Um, because I never I didn't. Literally, I didn't watch it past uh, being introduced to the daughter as as a, an adult because, like, so the, the I just I couldn't do it with the music. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot you end up missing, and it's like um, going into spoilers here. It's like I kind of already told you that it's like one of the first victims is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character. Yeah. His the the way his death's a little bit more violent because it starts off being uh, him being knocked out at first. Like, uh, how it's done, it's like he, uh, Sweetie ends up, like, uh, okay, going into spoilers, it's like he reveals he's, like, a former student, uh, in the play, he was originally called Daniel O'Higgins, and he was supposed to be a fat man, but <laughs> instead they decide to call him Davey Collins, I don't know why, okay. but later on he tries to blackmail, uh, 
Sweeney into like getting half his earnings or he'll tattle on the beat he'll say it's like oh he's back and he's trying to get uh the judge's ward back uh, away so Sweeney takes care of him by just taking a uh boiling tea kettle and just bashing him in the head with it actually in the movie yeah oh okay uh but that's not enough that kills him because then he stuffs him in a box and then slits his throat yeah, see, I knew about the slitting of the throat part. Uh, I knew that because, believe it or not, there's a movie with Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler. I think you know exactly what movie I'm talking about. I, un- I actually don't. The this, the entirety of the movie, uh, Ben Affleck's character, uh, his wife ends up passing away early on in the movie after giving birth to their daughter, oh. leaving him to raise their daughter alone. Later on, uh, and mind you, the daughter's played by Jennifer Lopez. Or not the daughter, the daughter's mother. Wait, wait! (laughs) Back up! What? The daughter's daughter's mother. The daughter's mother is played by Jennifer Lopez. Oh, oh my god, that is such a bizarre scenario. Uh, She ends up, I think, dying in childbirth, actually. Leaving the father to raise the, the, the daughter alone. Uh, obviously, he, I think he has his, his, his father for help to raise her. And I think uh, like a family friend or something like that for, for, for the most part. And then ends up meeting Liv Tyler's character. Can't remember what the movie itself is called for some reason. I'm not, it's not coming to mind right now. But um, the daughter happens to be obsessed with musicals because they're living in New York. He ends up taking her to quite a few Broadway musicals. He ends up taking her to uh, Cats, but they also uh, he also uh, ends up taking her to the Broadway version of Sweeney Todd, which is how I knew that this was based on a Broadway musical first. Okay. And they're literally, he's, the scene that I saw was of him slitting one of his victim's throats. Yeah. And that was literally how I learned how he, yeah. <laughs> tends to do it so yeah well funny enough after that one scene it's like he's that he actually then gets a visit from uh alan rickman as judge turpin so it's like he goes from like just killing somebody to like oh hey the guy who i need to kill has just appeared here at my shop how convenient so he's actually had practice Uh, so does he actually kill him during that scene Uh, no uh it's uh what ends up happening is they both end up singing together in this song uh and it ends up becoming like this really tense but beautiful moment where it's like they're both singing about their uh oh hey uh, i just showed up everybody well hello to you too (laughs) uh but as i was saying um they end up just singing about like the love of the, uh, like you can tell like uh, Sweeney's uh, singing about long lost Lucy and you know the judge is singing about how like he's going to be marrying uh, Joanna eventually to like uh, she doesn't end up being taken away by uh, the sailor who ended up saving Sweeney Todd. It's eighteen hundreds. It's all kinds of wrong. Although considering modern days, that's not. That so surprising. you're telling me that Woody Allen is in the wrong decade? He always has been. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the guy? Not that I'm, I'm condoning this behavior, people. <laughs> no, I'm just saying Woody Allen looks like he should be someone back in, like, the uh, days of farming. Like, I feel like he looks like a pilgrim. Because I'm like, uh, who does he think he is, Woody Allen? Well, originally he wanted the uh, the mother, but a fair, uh, but she didn't want him, so... Uh, you yeah, s- you, so uh, I, I, y- your mother didn't want me, so 
being being the fact that the, the, the woman who gave birth to you didn't, I guess I'll just take a, what what she gave birth to. He he then ends up sentencing a child to execution just because he probably vandalized a tree or something. Oh lord. Yeah, so it's like you already know he's a despicable piece of shit, but you're supposed to hate him. <laughs> Alan Rickman is really good at playing pieces of shit, isn't he? Well, yeah. That and his singing is incredible because in that isn't scene. In Love Actually, isn't his doesn't his character have an affair with his, his co-worker? So he's really good at playing a douchebag. No one does it better than I do. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that scene where it's like, you know, Sweeney's starting off giving him a shave to like, you know, give off the impression that he is like doing his job proper. It's like that entire scene is like really tense because the, the buildup in that scene is like just... Ugh. It's it's funny because like this is one of the few uh, musicals that Tim Burton has actually said that he actually likes, and it's surprising considering he actually uh, helped helm Nightmare Before Christmas, and was okay with letting it become a musical. So it, yeah, it was kind of weird noticing uh, finding out that fact. And I also uh, found out that he also did mo had most of the singing done live on set. So the authenticity with the performance is like the outburst he has. It's like that's. Honestly, I feel like that's my favorite song of the movie in terms of like ones that I would have would love to perform. And do these songs get any faster after after the scene I I mentioned? Uh, yes, because even though like because the song Epiphany comes like right after Pretty Women, and Pretty Women is a slow song that like kind of builds up a little bit to like uh, to faster tension. But then when you go to Epiphany, it's a little bit more quicker. Because uh, then, uh, well, it starts off, like, really going fast, uh, symbolizing that, you know, Sweeney is, like, losing his mind, like, his thoughts are racing so fast. And there's at one point where, like, you could definitely feel it, uh, emphasize that he's kind of finally accepting that he's a monster. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace this and do it to everybody. It's like, if I can't get my one prey, I'm just going to get everybody. Actually, I'm thinking about Joker now with, with that description. Watching a movie about... You know, now that I think about it, yeah. They, these two actually do have similar uh, feels to it. it was, upon saying that, just watching a character that has, is losing his mind after having already lost, I was like, oh, you mean like Joker? That's basically what that movie was. Um, Only in this case, Sweeney's uh, girlfriend... Uh, Mrs. Lovett actually is as a real person. I was about to say, yeah, he's not completely living in a in a uh, fantasy world. Um, yeah, because I I know that she tends to use his uh, prey. Oh yeah, it's like if if you actually go back, then the more you go into this film, it's like as it goes on, it's like you realize how much she's really been involved uh, with the whole thing from the beginning. Let me guess: the does she actually start making a profit with with? Yes, and you want to know how? Well, uh, where do you think uh, the bodies went? Oh, I, 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 I saw that at the beginning when I saw the, the meat grinder. Okay, good. Sasha Baron Cohen has a little boy assistant that he abuses that ends up becoming Sweeney and Lovett's adopted child. I was about to say, please don't tell me they killed him. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Sweeney wanted to kill him, but Mrs. Lovett was like, eh, I could use a worker. <laughs> does, her, does her shop ever get cleaner? Technically. Well, it's like she says, waste not, want not. Oh, Lord, okay. Would not be the first time I've seen her play uh, not great characters either, so... Something about her acumen, she's very versatile. Yeah, like, even even rewatching this today, I'm like, 
You know, I'm actually kind of surprised she wasn't nominated for Best Supporting Actress, or Best Actress, even. This is definitely probably, like, was my she, favorite Helena Bonham Carter performance. Was she even nominated for, for Best Supporting Actress in Harry Potter? Because, I mean, her character... No, uh, she was nominated for films where... I know one of them was The King's Speech. I know that. The other one was The Wings of the Dove. That was it. Mm. Yeah, she was nominated Best Actress that year, but... Uh, Oh, she was nominated for a Golden Globe. Uh, that's why, which is ironic because I think because uh, I know because uh, I think the film and Johnny Depp won their Golden Globes them when they were nominated. So it's like she came close. Okay. Uh, yeah, for this performance, I would have definitely put her in. I am not even a really big fan of her character in Harry Potter because obviously I don't care for assholes, <laughs> but. You gotta care to hate her. <laughs> what I'm saying is she played it well. She, I okay. did not like her character, but she played it well. Very well. I'm seriously wondering if I should just, like, just kind of force myself to watch the rest of this. and. Yeah. Well, one character I actually, uh, and rewatching it, I know you'll probably get a little bit of a kick out of is uh, Timothy Spall as... Uh, no, yeah, I saw him. I definitely saw him. Uh, there's actually a really funny moment at the end of because... Um, uh, at the end of the scene where, uh, after Joanna and Anthony first see each other, uh, there's a moment where Al, uh, Judge Turpin kind of gets the Beatle Bamford to, like, kind of, uh, shape up Anthony, as I put it. Uh, and there's actually one moment that, after rewatching it, I didn't notice at first. He ends up tossing the Anthony's bag onto him as he's on the ground grappling. And I notice he tosses it as, like, a little flip, where it's like, you see the bag kind of do a flip, like, and just land on Anthony's head. And I'm like... That's kind of funny. I'll it's give you credit for that. Impressive. Okay, impressive. I don't know if that was intentional, but I, I'm hoping it wasn't because that's awesome. I thought you were going to mention something like, I don't know, he was pretending to be like a rat or something like that near the end. Uh, I would have guessed Beetle. <laughs> like an actual Beetle. Well, and yeah, and he actually does have a brief moment where he uh, does get a chance to sing a little bit, where okay. he's uh, trying to convince Alan Rickman to, like, you know, kind of like, you know, Maybe Joanna didn't accept your wedding off, uh, marriage offer because, you know, you might need to spruce up a little bit. And his singing is actually really good. Uh, even for, uh, even if it's for a brief bit, he, like, he definitely makes the most of it. Yeah, see, even his character, even though his character was kind of, um, creepy in Harry Potter, <laughs> he played it well. This is definitely one hell of a strong supporting cast. And ironic that he's still the assistant to a Death Eater, regardless of if it's... <laughs> Ray Fiennes or Alan Rickman, in this oh, no case. Shit. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. He's still playing an assistant. Yeah, it's like, you realize it's like the only actor at that time who wasn't in a Harry Potter film was Johnny Depp. And Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen, technically. Well, that, and was was the kid I, in Harry Potter? You're right, I don't think any of the kids were in uh, Harry Potter, though. Uh, because I was about to say, I know that the, the, the kid that he was friends with in the beginning was in um, The Mortal Instruments, Anthony. Really? Yeah, he was in not not the one not the stupid uh, freaking show on. But the movie. <sighs> yeah, but the actual movie itself. Okay, I did not notice that. I, yeah. I'll have to go back and check. <laughs> I believe I at least I believe I've done. It, it might be time. it might be a similar looking actor, but um, if it is, then uh, wow, I did not notice that. Yeah, I, I I I well, my mom and I saw that movie quite a bit, so we we immediately noticed it. Mm. Overall, I just um, I don't know, maybe I just like said have to definitely have to. Give another go ahead. Possibly. Yeah. Um, 
just kind of forced myself to watch this one. Uh, that's going to be hard. Actually, this movie and the yeah, original from... version of The Birdcage mm-hmm. made me realize just how important timing is. Yeah, because from the way you were describing it, it's like it definitely kind of uh, played along well with what I was talking about, how it's like it took a, it took time a little bit of time for like me to add a little bit of research to like really help me appreciate it a little bit more. That so, and I think I was also going through a phase where it's like I just liked uh, anti-heroes and it's like I was just also in a bit of a mad phase. Mm, can't blame you. Yeah. But yeah, it it uh, this might just be my have to be one of those films that I just have to. I don't know. This may not be the 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 first review that we do on this uh, on this particular yeah. movie. Yeah. And if we go back to it, yeah, if we come back and talk about it again, I'd love to. So yeah. Um. Eh. But. That, 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 that's thus far. We'll see if, if my opinion changes after watching it a second time. And if it is, we'll give you guys our immediate update on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll even say it again. It's like, it's in my top three favorite Tim Burton movies. It's like, I, I know Ed Wood's another one of them. It's like, I kind of debate on what that, uh, what that third one is for me. It's like, uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to really think about it, but it's like, in terms of the two that really come to mind the most, Ed Wood and Sweeney Todd are like my go-to picks. And, Ed Wood. It's a biopic on who was considered at the time the worst director who ever lived. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've seen The Disaster Artist, right? Uh, I heard of it, never seen it. Okay. Um, what that, 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 my catchphrase of, I, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> All right. Well, what about Dolomite is my name? No. Okay. Well, guess what? Those are two films that... <laughs> ironically have the same feel of like focusing on a, an iconic cult director who found fame in the wrongest way possible porn not porn <laughs> no 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 edward did porn after his career failed he made it big with movies but then afterwards he went to porn <laughs> like i wish i was joking about that but it's like no that actually didn't happen <laughs> though the other two it's like they're still working like just ma- uh well, one of them passed away. The other is like he's still making cult films somewhere. They they just come out decade by decade. Cocaine? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think uh, insurance fraud. Oh, that's how he gets his money. Well, I don't think that that is probably possibly the worst way, unless there's other ways that I, that either one of us are unaware of. I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like those are topics for another time. So, um. <laughs> I highly recommend Sweeney Todd. Uh, it's I think last I checked it was on CBS All Access. Yeah, definitely give it a watch. And uh, if you guys feel curious about it, uh, definitely check out the other versions of Sweeney Todd, like the uh, one with Angela Lansbury. Or um, there's another one with uh, Imelda Staunton who plays, uh, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, the awful, awful naggy bitch from Harry Potter 5. I, um... The one we hate. The The... The, this the, is a lie. Oh, um, the, uh, the, the woman who had a whole bunch of freaking cats, cats on, of, 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 on, on plates on her freaking wall. Yeah, she actually, th- there's a production oh, of Lord, her, yeah, there's a production of her as Mrs. Lovett, so, uh, that, that, there's also that. Uh, but I definitely recommend the movie, um, tell us what you guys think in the comments below. God, I remember her freaking laugh.
I, dear I, God. I, I just I, want to choke her. Instead of Harry Potter, I now want to choke her every time I see clips of her in Maleficent. She, she's the red. She's the human version of the Red Fairy. Oh my God, she was. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie that that made me forget all about Harry Potter because that character irritated me. But I'm getting ahead of myself because that's oh, another God. film. Uh, so. Uh, this has been Thumbs Up or Down, You Decide. I'm Eric Chappelle. I'm Melissa Leach. And we'll see you all next time. Take care. <laughs>